Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 10 News Conference continues. But really, he's the man of the hour, Pawtucket Mayor Don Grabe. And Mayor, thanks for coming in. Nice to see you again. Gene, great to be on. I appreciate the opportunity. Are you running for Congress? So, still deciding, Gene. Oh, come on, Mayor. Now, this has been going on for yep. weeks. Let down. Give me the answer. Are you in or out? If, you ha- if I had the answer, I'd give it to you, right? Well, what's holding you up? So personally, there's a lot of decisions to make. Yeah. I believe that the, this is made for a mayoral candidate. I think there's a strong pathway. There are some really good candidates that are out there now. And it really is a struggle for me because I like being mayor. I have a lot of projects, a lot of opportunity. Yeah. And so I'm really struggling with, do I want to leave a job that I love and, and go to something that I can do, that I know I can, and right. the pathway. So it's really about me. My wife is comfortable. It's, I'm trying to figure out get, if Pawtucket, get yeah. it back on the pathway with his budget. And then I'll, it's at the end of the month. Okay. I mean, I have to make a decision because it's not fair to everybody else as well. Let's just share a little bit of what's yeah. going on into your thinking. There are 16 people running. <laughs> I think you'd be number 17. This thing could be decided by a couple of thousand votes right. in any one neighborhood. Yep. And if you get in, it, you may upset the whole apple cart you know, on, on some of these other candidates. Could. Nobody's ever heard of them. Uh, some of them have uh, a, a poor track record. Not to want to diminish anybody's uh, effort to run for office. Everybody has a right. But you could go in and grab this whole thing, Mayor. That's got to go into your thinking. And that does. And that's why I'm stuck, right? Yeah. If it, I'm really in a job that I love. I love. Well, maybe I can help you out. What is it? What I is don't it know. That you're right? struggling with. No, that's right. Like, you know, I have my, the mayors that I have a great working relationship and we understand yeah. the coalition. And we have some uh, strength in that. I've been meeting with union leaders. So I'm really, it's really a personal decision. You know, I've got some, yep. my kids are older, so that doesn't matter. It really is leaving a job that I enjoy doing and going from an executive to a legislature. You enjoy all that press we had a couple of weeks ago with the homeless living under your overpasses? I enjoy the job you most of the time. dragged into that. You know, <laughs> I enjoy the job most of the time. Why aren't you moving them out? What's going on? You enjoy that? No, I enjoy my <laughs> job most of the time. Yeah. It's the positive stuff, right? It's the schools that we're investing in. It's the commuter rail, yeah. right? So there are good things that are happening. Yes. And I hear from people, and I'm not, I don't want to exaggerate and BS anybody, but I hear from people, hey, understand, but stay here. You've been doing a good job. Let's continue that. So that's where the struggle is. Well, I hear from people, too, that they weren't happy with you. They really weren't happy with anybody with that situation of the homeless under the overpass. We're looking at it right now. What a mess that was, Mayor. And it went on too long. Agreed. Listen, you'll never say it was sensitive, right? These people, we had no locations for them. And you you know that Director Alvedi and I went back and forth a little bit, and I respect him for his job. It was a state... We could not evict them. We didn't have the authority to evict them. Well, could them. I just stop you right yeah. there? Since when do we start evicting someone who's living under an overpass on what is public property and a safety hazard? At what point did we start an eviction process on public property? I think when the day that the folks were evicted from the state house, yeah. and they went to court, so now with the ACLU challenging it, so they're a squatter right, so we're always trying to protect okay. ourselves legally. Yeah. But the other piece of it, just quickly, Gene, is we didn't have a place to go, right? The Cranston Street Armory opened up. Right. Yep. But 1139, we now had somewhere, working with the governor, Stefan, and Alvi. We now have it. It's a safe environment. Yes. It's, it was atrocious to look at, so absolutely agree. This is a new ch- a shelter that they opened up in your town. Yes, it's opened up a couple of months now. Yep, small shelter. Let me ask you this. You know the people under the overpass told us directly they don't want shelters. 
They would rather live under an overpass, Mayor, than go to the Cranston Street Armory or your shelters. They'd rather live in a tent in the woods because they don't like a communal setting. They say it's noisy, it's dangerous. It's not for them. So where does that leave us? Hotels? That, you that's have a hotel? In your, in your, I, got, I got one hotel. Right? Is, it, is it impact the neighborhood? Can we use it? What? That so, seems to be the way we're going. It goes, right? And it is. And I'm, I mean, to give the, this has been an issue for years and it's exasperated. Yes. I think the governor's doing the best he can and Stefan Pryor. I think that they're trying to solve for a major problem. But I think it goes deeper than that. When we're doing these things, there's social and emotional. There is security. There is working with people. So it's not just housing. It's all the services that come with it. And they're smarter people than I. Yeah. So I think you have to do a wraparound area. So if you're going into a hotel, then we need to make sure that we're providing the services, understanding those folks that are in there. And it depends on the location. It depends on community. You know, I understand everything you're yeah. saying, but I'm thinking we have spent hundreds of I millions agree. of dollars. We yep. just gave Crossroads not that long ago $10 million. It's, I don't think it's ever been worse. You and I are talking about root causes. You, you just mentioned, Papa, you have to do this, you have talking to do for 30 years. What have we been doing? Right. And I think that's the question. And I think now having the... I'll say, well, I was going to say the first housing, yeah. the second housing, someone that's in there doing the job. I think six months from now, we'll see it in a different place. And we're working closely with them for, uh, based on our community and what our needs are. All right. So it appears as if the state is going toward a hotel model, yep. which is what the homeless prefer. They told us that. They don't like being chased out in the morning from a shelter and having to come back at a certain time in the afternoon. They want the hotel. Now, there may be taxpayers sitting back watching us and say, i got to pay for a hotel, too, with Internet and cable. Yes, it appears that way. Where, but we have to do it without impacting a neighborhood, yeah. right? Because that's what happened with the Nilo. Agreed. And, and so our hotel, it's only one. It wouldn't be yeah. the right location. It would because there are residents around that yeah. has highway access. What we're looking at closely working with our Pawtucket Housing Authority and a lot of our nonprofits is how can we buy properties and, and aff do affordable apartments with some services in there? Yeah. Uh, and what's the right neighborhood? There are certain neighborhoods that are open to it. Um, the shelter that we open is right on the line, so it made sense. It was a good location. Yeah. But I think it depends location and, and, and community as well. What about Memorial Hospital? So Memorial Hospital, Duck it. absolutely. Um, that could never be a full shelter. I, there was no way that those neighbors, the council, or myself. The neighbors again, yeah. Absolutely. Is there a balance and a mix? And what we had originally is a mix when the first uh, owner came in. Yeah. There was a veteran shelter with a little bit of homeless. So I think it, if it's mixed the right way and right. the services there, it would be something the community would be open to. But I think we've got to plan it, have the community meetings, have yeah. the conversations, not spring it on them and then accept them to accept it. I only have two minutes, yeah. so let's do kind of a lightning round. Mayor Lombardi was in your chair last week. He said, don't bring the homeless to North Providence. Mayor Policina Jr., the new one, was in there. He said, don't bring the homeless to Johnston. I said, what about affordable housing that the governor wants everybody if we don't come? North Providence is said we're fully developed. There's only 12 lots. Don't talk about that here. Johnson said, no, I don't want affordable housing. I want single family homes for young families. What do you want? So are you, are you on board with this uh, affordable housing parade that's been going on? So right now, I think, what we, yes, we have to do some affordable mixed-use housing. I don't have, I, I'm, I'm really landlocked for the most part, in all yeah. honesty. So it's about how do we convert and help people who are medium income, because affordable isn't what we all think. Homeless is one, yes. affordable is another. So it's putting them into the right location. So we have apartments right now. We're probably at like 8 9% of uh, affordable on the rating. We're right. well above that. People are struggling with rents. Yeah. So anyway, at the end of the day, Gene, I think there's a balance, right? Yeah. I'm not going to build new, new homes. No. Right. We're converting over to apartments. Yes. So we've got to balance 
those that have and those that have not, and not impact the community in a way that everybody is suffering. You have a lot of those old mills that are being yep. reconstructed, yep. by the way. Wonderful things at your transit area there that you're sharing with Central yep. Falls. That's a big deal, a train up to Boston. I'm going to give you 30 seconds. Crow about something else, 30 seconds. Listen, 30 seconds, it's about the tidewater development. Okay. Right? <laughs> we didn't even get, we'll get to that. that. No, that. But, but it's about, you know, people get confused about soccer. It's about the development that's going to come. It's getting this. It's opening up riverfront access. It's a gateway project. Right. We also have the Apex. So we see an opportunity for development, and I'm concerned and don't want to lose that timing because of the right. market changes. So. Well, I know that's what we did a whole show on Tidewater, yeah. so yeah. we know that that, that that could be tenuous, but you're pushing it. You want it's it. It's a pride in Pawtucket of the waterfront access, absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, Jennifer. Mayor Grabby in Pawtucket.